it's Jessie Lee. You can also call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And before we get started, go ahead and text in all caps Boss Lee, B-O-S-S-L-E-E -S -S -E, to 833-717-0673. That's 833-717-0673 for sales, specials, updates, and it's a direct contact line to me. So make sure you text Boss Lee to 833-717-0673. If you know that there's going to be value on this podcast today, no matter what I talk about, go ahead and grab a screenshot and post it on your Instagram by tagging me at I-M-B-O-S-S-L-E-E -S -S -E, at I'm Boss Lee. You are, of course, entered to win all kinds of good stuff and giveaways from me. Plus, you will get my attention. If you don't already follow me on Facebook, it is Jessie Lee Ward. And if you like money, make sure you leave a review on iTunes because I know you know this is the best podcast for network marketers and it is generic. I'm not selling you a thing. So I give away $50 per podcast I record. Make sure you're following my Instagram stories for the giveaway. So let's go ahead and let me be your virtual MLM mentor and let's start the show. What is going on, my friends? I am really excited for this podcast because 2019 is coming to a close. Therefore, so is the decade. So just for fun, for a quick second, I want to start our conversation today by looking back at a few things that literally did not exist 10 years ago, like iPads, like Snapchat, like Instagram, like Lyft, like Pinterest, like Square apps, like, hey, Alexa. Sorry, I just wanted to turn your Alexa on. <laughs> Like Venmo, right? Like think back 10 years ago when in 2010, the best movie of the year was Hurt Locker. This last decade, 2012, New York Giants beat the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. Like think about 10 years ago, how different your life is, right? And, and I will tell you, I hope you have accomplished everything you wanted to in the last 10 years. And I hope you are a completely different person than you were 10 years ago. I certainly am. Uh, and if you didn't, you have the next decade to get it done. That is the cool thing about a fresh new year or a fresh new decade or fresh new opportunities. Hey, Alexa, can you predict what the next 10 years hold for me? Sorry, okay. I promise I won't turn your Alexas on anymore, okay? We're going to go ahead and get this party started today. I'm really excited about this podcast. I want to help you guys uh, set some resolutions, if you want to call them intentions, if you want to send them, what, you know, call them whatever, goals uh, that are going to stick and stay for your 2020 and beyond. And I, excuse me, I actually was thinking back over the past few weeks, I have been on a United States tour uh, for, for my business. And, uh, of course, did GoPro in there, did some charity stuff at Disney in there, uh, did, oh, I was crazy. It's been a crazy December. And then I head January 4th to Europe. So if you're in Europe, uh, holla at your girl. But at any rate, I, I keep realizing something, and that is that on January 1st, 2011, so nine years ago almost for all intents and purposes, that's when I, I made my decision, okay? And it wasn't network marketing, but I did make my decision to become a entrepreneur in 2011. Uh, January 1st was the day I applied for my credit card. January 7th, 2011 was the day that I purchased my first business kit in a direct sales company. That company is out of business uh, at this point. But uh, point in not network marketing, but still almost nine years of entrepreneurship. It's so crazy. That means for almost nine years, I have been gainfully unemployed. That means for nine years, I have bet on myself. That means for almost a decade, my entire life has been turned upside down. Uh, I actually graduated college in 2010, which means it's been a decade since I lived in New York City. That's absolutely absurd to me. And I just did an event in New York City and I could not help but look around and just think to myself, my God, it's been 10 years. And I really want you to think about that. I want you to think about the importance of that. I want you to think about what, what people say. Think of the language around a new decade. You know, it's the 20s now. 
right? Just like the roaring 20s and 1920s. And people would say, you know, music from the 30s, music from the 40s. All oh, the 60s were this. All oh, the 70s were the hippies. The 80s were this. You know, oh, I'm a 90s baby. I think a lot of you are probably 90s babies. Uh, or, oh, I'm a millennial. I'm from the 2000s. Like we speak in decades anyway. So new decades upon us. Super exciting. I'm fired up. The first thing I want you to do instead of setting a resolution for 2020 is I want you to call it a goal instead. So if you're a word nerd like me, if you've ever been around me, when somebody says something and I don't like their word choice, I am very quick to correct them uh, because, and this is for real, okay? There's scientific evidence that proves the words we use are a predictor for success, okay? So I did an Instagram post the other day. I'm sure you follow me on Instagram. If you don't already, you should. It's at I-M-B-O-S-S-L-E-E. And make sure you screenshot this, by the way. Put it in your Instagram story. I'll give you all some shout outs. And of course, there's a fan of the week coming. So somebody with $50, which is probably perfect. It's Christmas day that I'm recording this. So 50 bucks on Christmas is probably not a bad idea. But anyway, I am so specific about words. I'm so specific about speaking things into existence. I'm so specific about making sure you're not wishing, wanting, hoping. Oh, all, all, like, I mean, literally I had somebody one time say, I think I want to come back into business. I said, well, awesome. And she said, I think I want to pray on it. I said, I'll pray with you. Like you, I'll, I will pray with you, but I want to make, I want you to make a decision. Like you can't sit around sometimes and just hope that things are going to, things are going to change for you. So tip number one, call it a goal instead. And more specifically, positive language is more likely to result in positive change. Positive language is more likely to result in positive change. So instead of saying resolution, which by definition is a firm decision to do or not do something, that's not really that motivating. How about goals, right? The object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result. I don't know, maybe it's just me, y'all, but I'm a guess not. But the term goal sounds a whole lot friendlier, a whole lot more inspiring, a whole lot more motivating than this term resolution that just kind of seems so absolute. You know, either you do something or you don't. There's no room for celebrating small successes all along the way, which may be why more than 90% of people who set resolutions give up on them just a few weeks into the new year. So let's not do that. Let's have a goal where we can celebrate our increments over this next next decade, okay? So I really think it's more effective to aim for positive outcomes instead of just focusing on, um, you know, trying to avoid negative ones, okay? So we're going to set some goals for this year. We're going to set some goals for this decade. And I really feel like that will give us bigger purpose for our 2020. The next thing I want us to do is I want us to connect our goals to a greater purpose. Okay. And what I really mean by that is a lot of people I think are out there and you're just kind of wishing, you're just kind of wanting, you're just kind of hoping, like I said, that things happen. Or you're saying, I want this money. I want this success. I want this rank. I want, I want, I want, instead of emotionally investing and attaining your goal right? You need to find your why. You need to decide what is going to get you out of bed every day and make you work. What's going to make you record a podcast? What's going to make you go live? What's going to make you send those messages? What's going to make you lose those 15 pounds? What's going to make you stick to your products? What's going to make you stick to your skincare routine? What's going to make you do the things you say are important to you, right? And if you come up with some generic version of like, oh, I just want to be healthier, you might want to dig deeper. Oh, I just want to be richer. What? Come on, man. What does it really mean for you? Why is it important for you to make $3,000 extra dollars a month in your network marketing business? What does that change in your family? For the health thing, maybe you want to start taking products because it's important to you to stop taking blood pressure medicine because you know there's nasty side effects. Or maybe that extra money is a vacation savings fund because you promised your kid, your children, Disney or a beach trip years ago and you keep not doing it 
right? Maybe it is a vacation and you want to look better and feel better, or maybe you want to get in a little bit better shape so you can hike with your family, whatever it is, right? Or maybe you got a baby on the way, so your resolution is to stop your nasty habits, right? Your goal is to stop your nasty habits so that you can be in the best health and be the best example for your child, right? Like, Think of those things. Tie your goals this year to a bigger why and then verbalize and visualize that why that will keep you motivated and committed to the cause. Because if it's just, oh, I'm just going to do this goal. Oh, I'm just going to quit doing this. Oh, I'm going to blah, 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 because whatever. Like the likelihood of you going and just going back to your bad habits in a couple of days here is just way too strong, okay? So my next tip for this being our best year, our best decade ever is write your goals down, okay? So... You can do this daily if you want to. You can do this weekly if you want to. You can do it monthly if you want to. You can do it now if you want to. I actually would recommend every single one of you writes it down for 2020. Writes it down for the entire decade. I want you guys to take the initiative. I think it'd be so cool, so cool if you write your goals for December 31st, 2029 down. Can you do that for me? If you're going to do that for me, screenshot this episode. Put it in your Instagram story. Say some of your goals in your Instagram story. I want you to type them out for me for the end of 2029. And I want you to make sure you tag me in it so I can repost it into my Instagram story. I want to know what your life wants to, what you want your life to look like in 10 years. And you're probably going to have to have hairy, audacious, crazy goals. You're probably going to have to go way out there and out of your comfort zone. But I am telling you, wow, this is one of the coolest things you can do. I wrote my first goals down for a business like this in 2011. Like I told you, Uh, Because I started my entrepreneurial direct sales journey in 2011, like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, and I looked over those with Alexander a few weeks ago, and it's so freaky, with the exception of I didn't think that I was going to ever be a full-time entrepreneur, so some of my stuff is like, move into DC next to my job, and blah, 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 like, Aside from that, all the extracurriculars, all the travel, all the, you know, um, things I wanted to do in my life, I literally knocked them all off in those, those, these nine years, it hasn't even been 10 years yet. So vivid, vividly describing your goals in written form, I'm telling you, it is strongly associated with goal success and people who are very vivid in describing their goals as pictures, they're going to be more successful at accomplishing their goals than people who don't. So yes, the vision boards, but yes, write them down. You don't have to necessarily write yourself a letter for the end of 2029, but I really would love for you to bullet point some things. Maybe it's a private jet. And I'm telling you, if you think you can't go from broke to private jet in 10 years, you just don't know the power of your own mind. Okay. So you're probably shaking your head right now at this podcast. Don't be that person. Okay. But I'm telling you right now, write these things down, private jet, beach homes, you know, what the kids are going to be doing, what your marriage looks like. If you're even in a marriage, you know, what the heck you're, what is going on in your life? What are are your investments looking like in 10 years? Write these things down. These are so important. Take the moment to stop what you're doing. Even if you have to pause this podcast and jot down those goals. Okay. The next thing you can do is enlist the help of apps. If you're somebody who is just not going to take the time to do it, I don't even know all the fancy apps out there, guys. I know Evernote's great for notes. I even, I just use the notes app a lot of the time in my phone. Some of you could probably, uh, you know, could probably give me some, some recommendations for some note-taking apps for sure. But I'm telling you, 
you know, maybe it's a fitness thing. So maybe you download some tracking apps. Maybe you download Fitbit or something like that for fitness and health and wellness related things. Maybe it's, uh, you know, if you're a fan of like charts and dashboards, there's some app called Strides you can use. I'm not like that, okay? I have a meditation app I don't use nearly enough called Headspace. I think I got it from Eric Worre forever ago, right? Free, easy to use, helps you with your mindfulness maybe in the new year. There are apps for that. I teach people all the time in coaching calls. I want you to set alarms in your phone. I want you to set an alarm to smile. I want you, I taught that at GoPro. I want you to set an alarm for sending out gratitude. I want you to set an alarm for exercise if that's something you struggle with. I want you to set an alarm for your food if you're trying to get on track for this. I want you to set an alarm for business tasks throughout your day. These things are so important. When you write things down and you track things, I'm telling you, you can absolutely change your world in these next couple of years. Okay, the next thing I want you to do is I want you to focus on one goal at a time. So yes, it is noble to come up with that list for 2029. And it's probably going to be a really long list. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be exciting. But if you come up with 20 ways you want to improve, it's probably not going to be realistic to you. You probably will shut your brain down. So instead of doing that, be honest about the things you have time to achieve in the time span. You could even get very niche down in your goals, or maybe you can write down goals for month one of the year, goals for quarter one of the year, goals for the first half of the year, goals for the three quarters of the year, goals for the entire year, then maybe a three-year goal, then maybe a five-year goal, then maybe a decade goal, okay? Because when it comes to achieving goals, less is more, because unlike that resolution we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, it allows your brain really to get into, hey, let me concentrate my efforts on one thing, achieve success in that, a very high rate of success in that, and then go, go, go. And you know, it's Tony Robbins quote. I've said it 10,000 times. You've heard me say 10,000 times. Everyone says it, but it is a Tony Robbins quote. People overestimate what they can achieve in one year and grossly underestimate what they can achieve in a decade. Okay. The big takeaway there, of course, is that instead of trying to conquer the world and, you know, crush everything in a month. I'm going to hit top rank in a month. I'm going to hit top rank in a year. You know what? You're probably not. But what if you focus diligently on a few areas in your life that can drive meaningful, positive change where over time your focus will pay off in those bigger ways and you will notice them more in the present moment and more when you look back over the decade. So I say break those larger goals down into smaller ones. It's a very powerful way to inspire progress. And then I'm going to tell you right now, here's the next tip. Tip number six is break down goals into smaller steps. But before I do that, I'm going to read the fan of the week, and then there will be another fan of the podcast in my story for the next 24 hours. Just DM me if it happens to be you. Make sure you're following me on Instagram. This is a $50 giveaway I do for every single episode. Today's fan of the week is Baja JKDD. Five-star review on iTunes. And by the way, if you want to be fan of the week, you've got to review on iTunes, and you need to subscribe, okay? That's the only way our podcast, and I say ours because I feel like it's ours, gets bumped to uh, be... A available for more listeners. So of the 568 five-star reviews, I'm obsessed with all of you. Thank you so much. Baja JKDD says, five-star, she made me cry. I just found out who she was because I decided to listen to GoPro and coincidentally decided to follow Eric Worre on Instagram. I saw her name tagged, followed her, saw her page, listened to her, found out she has a podcast and binged. The talk is real. The fact that she pours onto us network marketers with no strings attached makes me incredibly grateful. She is vibes that I welcome openly. This last episode on Growth is not an option. Spoke to me directly. Fire me up. Time to get uncomfortable. Thank you for your raw talk that is completely full of love and abundance and servitude. I love you. Well, I love you too. Thank you so much for being the fan of the week. That means a ton to me. And I I read every single review you guys have. Uh, And if you don't know, words of affirmation is one of my love languages. And since you can't all physically touch me, nor would it be appropriate, that's my other love language. (laughs) Uh, Those mean a whole lot to you. So thank you, or a whole lot to me. So thank you so much. 
um, for taking time to write those. I read all of them, especially when I am in a mood because we all get in moods, right? So like I said, tip number six is going to be break down your goals into smaller steps. And wow, how many of you like raise your hand if you've ever stared at a blank computer screen and you are like paralyzed by like either a lack of inspiration or a total sense of overwhelm? Anybody hands up? <laughs> I feel like the sheer complexity of tackling large product projects or huge goals leads to procrastination because then we start thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not perfect at this. I'm not perfect at this. Where do I start? Where do I begin? And it becomes crazy. So if you break down your bigger goals into several smaller steps and or milestones, you will allow your brain the opportunity to focus, focus. You also give yourself the chance to experience and encourage yourself along the smaller goals along the way. And those smaller goals inspire me for sure and probably you to keep going. Okay, so if you do all the other tips I've already said so far, I'm sure you're noticing that this becomes more manageable, feels a little bit better. So as an example, once you've written down your goals for the, ne- for the year, you know, take a few moments to outline all the small steps you need to reach those goals because a building block approach to achieving your goals is the most effective. So maybe you are going to, I mean, actually, let me explain it like this. How many of you have heard of that couch to 5k running program? If you're not familiar with it, it is a program. It's an application where literally if you are in the worst shape of your life, you download, you download couch to 5k. And I think day one, it's like go on a walk for five minutes. Okay. Now you're done. And at the end of nine weeks, you have literally built up the ability to run a 5k. It is a program that is designed in a way to allow participants to slowly build up to the end goal. Like I said, during week one, it's like walk, 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 walk. Then over time, it's run. Then boom, at the end, 5K without stopping. Now, I'm not talking just about running, though. Does that make sense? I'm talking about adopting a similar approach in your business. I mentioned the meditation app. Maybe you start with five minutes a day, you know, meditating. And then maybe it's you know, or maybe like once a week, five minutes. Then maybe it's like three times a week, five minutes. By the end of the month, maybe you're meditating every day, right? How is this any different in your business? You want to hit rank, blah, 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 superstar, diamond, unicorn, princess. By the end of the year, how do we break that down? How do we then break that down into sales we need per month, per week, per day, per hour to make sure we're hitting our goals? You know, one of these things, I'll say this to, to brag, we've never dropped rank. And the reason we never drop rank is because when the goal is hit, it never stops because we take the whole month, we reverse engineer the month. We say, here is the amount of boxes we have to sell every single day to stay on track for goal. We don't slow down. It's not an option, right? But if you get to the end of your month, end of your year, end of your whatever, and it's, oh gosh, okay, well, the the goal of the month was a million but, you know, it's the 31st and we're at 600,000. Eh, it's too far to push. The reason that happened is because you're not breaking stuff down. So I really suggest you break stuff down and you almost set deadlines, right? Set deadlines. And that really takes me to tip number seven, which assign metrics and deadlines. It is human nature to procrastinate. How many of you, I'm guilty of this, and, and this happened when I had a normal job, right? I would only have on Sundays literally nothing to do except for watch football. I used to watch football all the time. I was the crazy girl who understood football more than men. So I literally on Sunday had nothing to do except for watch football and like maybe vacuum. And tell me why I couldn't get Jack done on Sundays. I never got, I never vacuumed on Sundays. It always made it onto Monday, which is of course one of my busiest days of the week. What is up with that? Can anyone else relate to me? Like you've got nothing to do. Got nothing to do on a Sunday or whatever day of the week it is for you, a Saturday. And we just sit around because it's human nature. 
And that's why it's dangerous to set goals without deadlines. This is, I swear, the most common reason why New Year's resolutions fail. Okay? Because if you think you have all year long to complete a goal, you're more likely to put off getting started on the work needed to achieve the goal. But if you've set those milestone goals, like I have to be rank unicorn by the end of quarter one. I have to be the diamond by the end of month six. I have to be whatever it is so that I'm unicorn, princess, diamond, whatever I called it at the end of the year. So get your calendar out. Set the alarms in your phone. Start penciling in action items. You need to set up your year. You need to get your calendar out. You need to put the events in your calendar that are important for you. You need to put your company's events. You need to put your team's events. You need to put your generic events. You need to put all of that in your calendar. Lay it out. And then I want you to put next to that the goal you're going to be by then. So by GoPro 2020, which is December, I think, 11th or something like that, I'm going to be ranked boom. Okay, by my company's event at the end of January, I'm going to be ranked boom. My income's going to be ranked, uh, going to be blah, 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 boom. By the, by the next company event, which is April, I'm going to be ranked boom. By the next, dead, like write this stuff down and don't get discouraged. You're just making deadlines along the way. And if you miss them, it's okay. It does not mean abandon your cause. It means learn from your missteps and adjust the future deadlines accordingly. That way, by the end of the year, you're not freaking out on December 15th and you're going, oh my gosh, I literally screwed up my whole year. You will feel like that. You will feel like you screwed up your whole year if you do not lay out those deadlines because these things, ranks just don't happen. Okay, they don't just happen miraculously. You don't start making multi-million dollars accidentally. It doesn't happen. This is all planned out. I don't know if y'all remember this, but I said I promised I would do at least a podcast every two weeks for the year this year. I did not forget you. There's a reason why I'm making sure I get this done throughout the year to make sure I can count back and say, okay, I achieved my goal. That was a goal. I made sure because I remember I was in, I was in Hong Kong in April, I believe it was, and I said, wow, I'm behind. I recorded, I think, nine podcasts in a row every single day to make sure that I stacked up some days that I had missed for you guys. You will not be able to do that if you don't set those goals and those increments, okay? So my next step to crush your goals for 2020, for 2029, et cetera, is you need to tell other people. It is bad enough to let yourself down. Like, how many of you have let yourself down? If you've let yourself down, screenshot it, put it in your Instagram story. How about if you've ever let down your friends and your family? Wow. What about your team? <laughs> That's even more disappointing. And that is why it's a good idea to openly share your big goals of 2020 and 2029 with some accountability partners. That's why I told you, screenshot it, write down your 2029 goals. I want to put it in my Instagram story for you so I can help you with this. Verbalize your goals to trusted members of your inner circle and ask them to check in with you, right? And if you're feeling courageous, share your goals on social media for everyone, right? I'm telling you, like, if you declare something, like you tell, uh, you know, your best friend from high school, I'm gonna run a marathon. I put it on my uh, on, on my page, they're probably going to check in and ask how training's going. This is interesting because uh, she listens to this podcast, so I'll give her a shout out. My friend Erin, one of my very good friends, one of my favorite humans on earth, she told me str- uh, over a year ago, oh, I'm going to run a half marathon. I said, awesome. And then her knees started hurting and then life got in the way and all this other stuff. And finally, oh, I don't know, Erin can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it was like six months ago. She was complaining about something else, said she wanted to get back into something else, blah, 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 blah. And I said to her, I said, Erin! Run your half marathon. And she said, well, there's no half marathons right now that I said, I don't care. Run a half marathon for you. I didn't tell you to sign up for a marathon. You need to close your goals. You told me you were going to do it. 
And she said, oh my gosh, okay, I'm going to do it. And literally, literally, not even a week ago, like a couple of days ago, she on social media put her phone up, ran a half marathon on a treadmill at her house with hundreds of pe- thousands of people watching. Like she had to, cause she said to me, I was, I kept asking her when's the marathon or when's the half marathon, when you going to run girl, when you going to do it. And then she did it right now. She has no more, you know, bondage basically over her brain, which is telling her, Oh, you can't have the biggest year ever in 2020. She crushed it. She crushed it. Think about the added support that was given because she told me about it. And then we told the team about it. And then she announced the day she was going to do it. And then she started telling all of her social media, I'm running it this day. Here's the countdown. No one wants public shame. <laughs> okay. So no one wants to be the person who brags about a new healthy lifestyle, then abandons the cause in a few weeks. So go ahead, set your goals for the year. Tell someone about it. There's power in all this stuff. So Hopefully, with the help of these tips, you're well on your way to making 2020 and the 20s decade more successful, more fulfilling, more productive, more prosperous than 2019 or any other year in your life, okay? And I'm telling you, I promise you right now, I promise you right now, you can do this. You can have your best decade ever. You just have to make a decision. So with that, I love you. I appreciate you. God bless you. Thank you for the reviews. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being you. Thank you for sharing the People's Mentor podcast. It means a ton to me. And that, since today's Christmas, will be my Christmas gift. Please share this with a friend. That's all I ask you to do. God bless y'all. And in 2020... You know what? Maybe, just maybe, we can get some guests up on the People's Mentor. So if you have some suggestions of people that you think need to be on this podcast, to uh, you know, tag me, tag them, share with them, and say, I think you need to be on this podcast because this is the bomb.com. I love you. I appreciate you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Have a good one. Bye, guys.